Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1234 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now. Um, I'm going to go down a little bit different path right now. So much of uh, the COVID-19 pandemic coverage. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're, we're sitting here. We're in a, a very challenging time for society. And people are, you know, literally living their lives in altered states compared. To, and it's going to result in a, a, a change. I don't think there's any question about that. We're going to bring aboard a longtime NHL agent. He's had some of the uh, best players in the world that he's represented, including Dominic Hasek and Marion Hossa. He's got Mark Giordano in Calgary. Uh, I think he still has Thomas Tatar for the Canadians. Our Oilers now headliner today for touchback safety, a family business taking care of your family during uncertain times. Training sessions still readily available. We welcome back to Oilers now, Rich Winter. Hello, Rich. How are you doing? Doing pretty good, Bob. Really good, actually. It's, I hate the circumstances, but within that context, things are are going really well. All right. Well, let's. Uh, you know, it, it's interesting because it's all about how you look at life sometimes. And there's a famous quote from Henry Ford that says, "Obstacles, obstacles are those frightful things you see when you take your eyes off your goal." And uh, some would say what we're experiencing right now with this COVID-19 pandemic is more than just an obstacle. It's a once-in-a-hundred-year type type thing that is completely going to change things moving forward. And I'd like to get your thoughts on that because you are – people can – they don't all like you, Rich, just like they don't all like me. But the one thing I've learned over the years with you and the numerous conversations we've had is you have a little bit different outlook than most people. So maybe if you could shed some light on how you see things right now and maybe how you think that that might – how we might be able to learn and grow from it moving forward. Well, uh, let me recover from you telling everybody in Edmonton that's listening that there's there's people out there that don't like me. Holy smokes, I don't know. Anyway, so um, my daughters, I've got four of them. They would tell you that's completely true. But 
No, I think that, you know, I've dealt with players throughout the course of my life, some of the best players in the game. I got a text from Dom Hasek this morning with a picture of him and his mask on, reminding me that I should be wearing one. I actually have one to go to the grocery store now. Not sure it works, but I do, do think it will make people around you feel comfortable. But, you know, we've been given an incredible gift by this coronavirus um, outbreak. We've been given a gift we've all complained about having very little of, and that's our time. And I, I really think back... This is a tough time, but I've been thinking in the context of some of the players I represent. I remember when Martin Straka was bought out by Florida. So he was bought out. An NHL team, skilled in assessing players, paid him half a million dollars not to play for them. Within a year and a half, he had 96 points and was the fourth leading scorer in the National Hockey League. I remember sitting in Dominique Hasek's apartment in Indianapolis in the IHL when the Chicago Blackhawks had banished him to the minors when he, on the verge of tears, begged to go home because he didn't think he could play here. Um, In both cases, our response to those stressful events, maybe in many ways less stressful than some cases in what we're facing now, was we sat down and we focused on the goalpost. We decided what was important and we built a plan around that. And I think in the context in which we sit now, we have a great opportunity as fathers to sit down with our kids and talk to them about what they want to accomplish, to show a degree of leadership within our homes and talk like I have with some of the you know professional athletes I represent on how we might make a plan to come out of this better. It's time to teach them by example, not it's tough. I mean, especially those who have lost their jobs. It's not easy, but our kids are going to respond to us like coaches, players respond to coaches. And, and I think we have an opportunity to, to give some thought to it. And what kind of a young man or young woman do we want to bring up in our home? What can we teach them? What can be the goal? I mean, there's things we can work on. We can work on conditioning. We can work on our diet. We can work on the way we treat each other. Um, you know what? I have players, when we do our goal setting, we do personal goals, professional goals, health-related goals, and they're the start of something transformative because like Henry Ford said in your, the quote you mentioned, you know, these obstacles are only frightful if you take your eye off a better goal. And I can tell you, I'm having a lot of fun um, FaceTiming my grandchildren, being creative. Um, you know, I've been sending them Amazon packages that don't cost me much. Um, my, two of my grandsons just picked up some candy that was delivered today, healthy candy, only two grams of sugar per, per package. But So mom approved. But trying to figure out ways we can interact with people in different ways, be creative with the people you love, be a better person, find time to develop your own talents, I mean, that's what this is about. And there isn't an athlete in the world, because this is what we deal with generally on your show, that hasn't dealt with adversity. And it's how we respond to it that determines the teaching, the example we can be to our kids. So I, I just think this is a great opportunity. And I'm having some great conversations with some of the kids we represent, my own kids, um, and my grandchildren. And, and I don't think we should lose sight of the fact that this time we've been handed is something that will be very precious, will create incredible memories, and will change our lives in a positive way if we look at it that way. Well, Rich, that sounds very altruistic. Uh, but what would you say to people out there 
that have lost their jobs or are working from home right now and having to parent at the same time and maybe don't have a lot of, you know, income coming in and are just literally trying to get through things day by day at this stage right now. Because there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of, we have the the public sector and some public sector unions are stronger than others so they're protected with their jobs and other public sector employees have lost their jobs some of whom have listened uh you're listening to the show right now we have private sector industry that's been absolutely crushed here as a result of covid19 and the coronavirus uh, you know it's affected the organization that i work for you know we laid off 139 employees and everybody else got a cut um, so how, I mean, it, it's, it, in a perfect world, people will sit there and say, Rich, yes, what you're saying makes sense. But how would you respond to those people that are just trying to get through the next day right now, Rich, with that? Well, I think that it's even more important. And I think you got to focus on what you control. I think you set a goal maybe for the day versus setting a longer-term goal if that's your mindset at this point. Like, what's the outcome you'd like to see by the time you go to bed today? What is the exchange? Can you play a game with one of your kids? Can you get a game of charades going? Can you make people help people within your uh, stewardship maybe laugh a little bit and have some fun? I mean, these are difficult times, but it's not what happens to us it's how we choose to respond to them and i I think it's hard sometimes i and i think you hit a really good point bob we see these celebrities singing us songs and 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 doing all these kinds of apparently liberating things from their 12 or 15 million dollar homes on the malibu coast and it seems somewhat challenging to relate to them but i have kids that uh, have been laid off um you know i've got Um, children that are facing their own struggles and I think it's a time to say how do we manage this how do what do you want your kids to see from you this at the end of the day today gee dad was in a pretty good mood today it was fun playing Scrabble with him I never played Scrabble with dad for a long time he dusted that off out of the basement there's things we can do that don't cost us a nickel and try and figure it out you can walk down the street say hi to an elderly neighbor through a window um, there's things you can do. You've got to be creative, but it's all about a mindset. If you're going to, I mean, it's going to be, and it's going to be difficult for some. I mean, there's no doubt that um, some are having very difficult challenges finding a food bank and finding those kinds of things, but the things they need. But you can change your attitude. We've heard all, you know, it's not your, you know, it's your, your attitude determines your altitude. And it's easy to say in this context. For someone who's not, I mean, we're not struggling financially to the extent some other people are, but what message do you want your kids to see? How you treat your spouse, how you, how are they going to learn to deal with stress in their life? You know, what is interesting because the University of Pennsylvania has done a study um, on stress itself, and they're the first group in the world to study the positive response to stress. For the most part, studies have proven that the responses to stress follow a bell curve. So basically most people come out of it pretty good. There'll be challenges, but they get through it. On the left-hand side of the curve, a small number of people experience what we call, have learned to call post-traumatic stress disorder. We've all heard of that. That's people who have turned to substance abuse, maybe have taken their own lives, have not handled the stress very well. 
what the University of Pennsylvania has started to do is study people who've come out of these stressful situations in a positive way. And I think that's the focus of what we need to do is what can we do to be examples to our kids? And it doesn't have to be big. Take them for a walk. Chat with them. You know, spend time with them. Um, get outside to some extent and bat a ball back and forth six feet apart. Play catch. It's a little tough now because we've got sort of some unusual spring going on. But try and be creative and just you'll relish this time because it can create memories. Hard as it is, you have a responsibility as a coach in your family to lead that team to a better result. Focus initially on today. When you go to bed tonight, what did you do with your daughter or your son that brightened their day a little bit? And even if it's just not ragging on their mom or not getting an argument in front of them, there's things that you can do to improve the quality of the circumstances you're in. It doesn't have to be buying something. It doesn't have to be doing anything transformative. What's transformative may be just getting really focused and thinking about how you treat each other. All right, Rich, can we extend this metaphor? We're joined by longtime NHL agent Rich Winter. Rich, you would never, uh, I mean, you were, should we say, directly or indirectly uh, involved in serious critical analysis of the body work that Alan Eagleson did. Uh, did and, and that's so full clarity for everybody out there. Alan Eagleson, in his role at the NHLPA, screwed the players and basically got caught and brought down. And, uh, you know, basically, you know, it was, uh, he got his comeuppance and you were a part of that. Uh, and you never been considered soft in terms of the managers around the league. Uh, what you're suggesting, uh, you know, an opportunity for us to to reevaluate things about what's important. So in your role as an agent, when you're on an NHLPA conference call with Donald Fear, would you bring the same sort of philosophical approach? Donald, there's an opportunity for us to grow and make our game better here. Um and better for everybody, maybe more affordable. That, that might be the first thing. I mean, Rich, we have to be pragmatic with where the game's going to go. You know, Alberta's at about 25% unemployment right now. That's what uh, Jason Kenney's going to announce tonight at 6 o'clock. Um, there's going to be challenges when we do indeed get started. You know, would you uh, hypothetically suggest that maybe the players uh, take a rollback as an example to, to help... Uh, you know, be more inclusive in terms of who can go to hockey games throughout North America. I'd like to get your perspective on that. I think that, yeah, this the world's going to be different. I had an interesting call with a friend of mine who uh, works with the Leafs in Toronto, and he was talking about how they just spent $4 million to replace the garbage cans in their building. I was shocked. They couldn't understand. He said because they felt they needed them to be bomb-proof. And it led to a discussion of what does sports look like in the future when terrorism and, and, and a disease like this is, is a focus and, and a part of our planning. And I think that, you know, it's, it, our games, you know, I don't find the broadcasting of our game to be that exciting. I, I don't find the delivery mechanism to be exciting. I, I think it's horrific that young children aren't able to go to hockey games live. I mean, I think that... You know, this is a time we should all be reflecting and thinking about how do we change that? I mean, there's 2,000 of the 3,000 rinks in Canada are currently operating past their useful life expectancy with no plan to replace them. Five years from now, we won't have a place. We will wake up and there won't be a place for hockey players to practice or play. There is no place now for kids to recreationally play the game. You know, maybe one thing we can do to kind of restart our game, when the weather gets nice, 
maybe let's reinvent the, the, the road hockey game. Let's have some fun and let's use the game as a metaphor. But I, I do think we've got to get players engaged. It's expensive. It's unfortunate. And it's important because when immigrants come to our country or single moms who are struggling to make ends meet aren't able to give their children the opportunity to play our national pastime, how do they integrate with their friends? There's just a lot of issues that, you know, we could be spending some time thinking about um, and, and addressing. And, and, you know, if I was on a call with Don Fear, I would definitely tell him exactly what you said. I don't have any, if all of the answers, but I do think there's a way that we need to rethink of it. And these are the times where you go, let's rethink of it. And these are times when a lot of people have created a lot of fascinating business opportunities for themselves, for their staff, and for others because they've reacted to the crisis in a compelling, intelligent, and productive way. How does hockey come out of this? It has unique challenges compared to soccer and basketball. We can't just throw a pair of running shoes at kids and say, hey, give this game a shot. How are we going to deal with that? People like the Comrie family have started equipment banks in Edmonton and Calgary to provide equipment for younger kids that can't afford it. Um, and how devastating it is. I live in Riverbend, and I remember being on a walk one day, and I encountered a young man named Christian. And he had lost his mother, couldn't, couldn't get into his apartment where we live. And he was living across from the low-income housing across the street. And as we were trying to ex, you know, help him find his mom and deal with his, 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 his situation, his two friends came across from the um, low-income housing across the street, curious what, you know, who this strange guy was dealing with their buddy Christian. We ended up working through all of the issues, and, you know, I talk about what this interest to me i talked about hockey got them engaged in hockey and all three of them said to me and looked at me with eager young eyes saying to me that they wished they could play hockey with their friends and i thought to myself don't we have to rethink the way our society is don't we have to rethink the opportunities we're providing to kids how how helpful it is for three young men who live less than three blocks from my home aren't able to afford and have no opportunity to play the game that we all grew up playing. Those things have to be thought about and maybe at times like this when we're struggling with our own health, with our own fears, with friends struggling with jobs, maybe this is the time we think of what's important. I had a great conversation with one of my colleagues in Sweden today and think about how Sweden manages the difference between the rich and the poor. Taxes are higher, don't particularly like that, but the income redistribution in a place like Sweden creates a situation where very few young men and women in those in, in a country like Sweden are prohibited from having access to what young kids here who have limited circumstances have. I mean, kids in Sweden, there's no, if you're a half-decent and talented young athlete, you can play at a club, you can play soccer, you can play hockey, you can play all of those things. Here we can't. That just seems wrong to me. So I think there's your, your point's well taken, but who's going to get together? Who's going to think of these things? Who's going to collect a group? Brandon Shanahan, if you remember, during one of the last lockouts, convened just such a group. Who's going to do that? We should all be talking about how to re, you know sort of retrofit our game and deal with some of those challenges you talked about because now is... Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. That time, because we won't get that time when we're struggling to save the game in a month or a year. Rich Winter joining us. He represents Mark Giordano, uh, Andrew Maggiapani down with the Calgary Flames, Tomas Tatar with the Canadians. I think uh, which uh, you got Riley Sheehan, right? Yeah, here in Edmonton. Yeah, yeah. Okay. as uh, uh, your your show, right, Tomas? Your show. All right, I'm going to put you on the spot. Not on those two guys. I'm not going to do that to you, but I'm going to ask you um, a couple things here moving forward. Do you think we'll play again this season? And that's question number one. And question number two is now the opportunity to extend beyond 22, uh, 2022 with the NHL CBA since the players uh, did not play the 2020 opt-out card and we've at least got labor security to 2022. Is now the opportunity, given the financial challenges that are looming in the game moving forward, Rich, to extend the CBA or rebuild the, the CBA so we could have a long-term uh, window of labor peace? Well, it's an opportunity. I mean, I think at this time what we're going to find is that there's just a lot of things that have never been thought about by some, you know, pretty smart people who do collective bargaining on both sides of the table but have never thought of anything as catastrophic as this. I think the time is now for all of us to, you know, to some degree link arms and and be creative and try and deal with the situation we're dealing with now. Um, And there's no time like the present. It's a whiteboard. No one has any answers. I've spoken to some of the people at the National Hockey League, um, Bill Daly and others, and they don't have answers. And that's not because they, no one knows what the future will bring. They have ideas of how they would deal with this situation or that situation. But I know that we're all struggling with figuring out. But it's going to take time. But now is the time to try and figure out how to maybe reinvent our business model be more collaborative and trigger figure out a way to grow revenue enough revenue so we're not so reliant on things like gate receipts and so we can get more young kids more young families into the stands and build our fan base because the other challenge we have we have one of the oldest fan bases in all of professional sport and if we don't replace that aging fan base with new young vibrant and excited young fans the professional game of hockey will be just increasingly challenged over the years so you, you i would say you're absolutely right. Um, now is as is, is good a time as any. To, to build for labor peace, do you think we'll have a resolution to this season, Rich? I think there's a possibility. I've been on a couple of phone calls with some people that have some very fascinating ideas that could kickstart the season fairly quickly. Um, those are going to be explored. I won't share them, but um, I think it's possible. But it's going to have to be different and creative and i think there is ways of doing that um but at the end of the day um i'm not that optimistic because i don't think that the politicians are playing to the reality of the situation i think they're playing to the political realities that affect their own futures and i'm not sure we're right on Hmm. the right path you see countries like sweden they haven't quarantined anybody but the elderly and the um the the most likely affected and they have half the cases per capita 
and half the deaths per capita of the two neighboring countries, Norway and Denmark. So, you know, I'm not optimistic because I'm not optimistic that our politicians get what's important to us. And I'm concerned that, you know, we, we're measuring these coronavirus deaths and, and they're all terrible. Um, anybody's life uh, ended prematurely is, is an absolutely terrible state of affairs. But at the other side of the equation, how many deaths, how many broken families, how many destroyed families are going to be created by an economic downturn? How we manage that, how we get out of it is the challenge. And I, I'm not optimistic that our politicians will figure out how to handle that. Um, so you know, it, with all of that in mind, with an economy shut down, I think we got to be very pessimistic that we see the balance of this season, despite my hope that that will be the case. Rich, uh, as always, look, we, we you provide some interesting perspectives. We're getting that feedback on the text line on our Ashley Fine Floors text line. Thanks a lot for uh, joining us, and uh, we'll touch base down the road. Okay. Yeah, and that's just that's, uh, you know the the greatest gift we can give our kids, guys. Every sports fan out, the greatest gift you can give your kids is treat their mother the way you hope that your young daughter will get treated by someone down the road. Think about that. Take care of the home front, and let's come out of this stronger because we listen to a hockey program. <laughs> That's an interesting uh, conclusion. Thank you, Rich. It is 1257 in Edmonton. Uh, we are going to go off to a COVID-19 pandemic update, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Mark Spector, when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.